0: here we go again welcome to the sloppy book club podcast i'm jenny
1: and i'm Celeste, and welcome to season two episode 18 yeah. so on this episode we have some drinks we have a game and we're gonna be doing something special we usually don't do a lot of arc reviews on here so um that's what we're doing today. Jenny has two arcs that she will be talking about, and I have two. And hopefully it brings some good discussions and you'll want to give these books a try if they were good, or maybe just hold off on reading some of <laughs> them aren't so great. So let's
0: see what happens. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so drinks. What do you have, Jenny? Yes. Um so I actually have um Smirnoff Ice, real old school. It's Smirnoff Ice Smash and it's blue raspberry and blackberry. Is that new? I don't know.
1: I've one I've I never no seen idea. them in a can and two I've never heard that flavor.
0: Usually they're mm-hmm. like in a bottle, no? They are. Yes, you're right. And this is again more alcohol in here than A normal beer or truly nice so i'll just be party hearty i know right that's me so i made it cool put some fruit in it some frozen fruit it looks cute and i just have my canned
1: wine it's the house wine i did it before remember when i was like the lgbtq plus and i like butchered except you didn't say that (laughs) right i didn't say it that way so it's their house wine just their rosé um, nice, I got that so good.
0: Mine's really good, it's sweet. Mm, I love sweet ones. it, it tastes, tastes like uh, general. blueberry.
1: Mm. It's a rose in a can, mm-hmm. yeah, good, not bad. Win-win. Yeah, pretty much, it doesn't taste bad. And I had it in the freezer, so it's ice cold, awesome. All right. So do you wanna explain your game mm. that you're gonna have us doing? <laughs>
0: yes. So I was actually inspired by um one of my friends, Olivia. She sent a message on our sloppy book club Instagram after you posted your little monster <laughs> romance thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Talking about his penis and whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I was inspired. So I figured we could just look at a list of monster romances and sort of rate them as in how many shots would it take for us to bang them right okay Fiction- so,
1: Fictionally. fictionally yes. <laughs> because we're both
0: married women <laughs> <laughs> I mean they are monsters right but true. um so yeah after we post this um I will make sure to put the cover of the book we're talking about when we talk about them yes Cool. Um, all right first book I'm already like scared (laughs) no all right so Katie Robert Mm -hmm. the dragon's bride right yeah that's what it says sorry I have it really little so Mm -hmm. the dragon's bride what do you
1: think honestly that one's not as bad as some of the other ones that I see so I'll say
0: like maybe four
1: four shots
0: four shots yeah to bang him yeah. mm-hmm. all right all right have you read this book yet no I haven't but okay. I have it <laughs> so I have uh oh and I would probably agree with you if I hadn't okay but because I have mm-hmm. I'm gonna say zero shots really okay yes. he would not have to win me over no he's the one with the double penis oh <laughs> Got it. Also, I love it. Maybe things. that's
1: why I would need the four.
0: <laughs> that's true. That's very, very true. Yes. I don't know how that
1: would go, but yes. Okay. Maybe for like some courage, I would need the four shots.
0: Understandable. Yes. <laughs> I would actually agree with that. Yep. All right. So next we have Morning Glory Milking Farm. By CM Nakasta. Very interesting. Do you want to explain what he looks like?
1: He looks like a, a bull. A bull, with, right? With okay. muscles. Yeah, I'm gonna have to be like blackout because <laughs> absolutely not.
0: Like he also he's a redhead as well. I'm scared. No. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with a 10. He is pretty scary looking. Yeah. 10 shots. That's,
1: that That's a no.
0: <laughs> I agree. He is pretty scary looking. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next, A Soul to Keep by Opal Rain. Yeah, that one's another scary one.
1: <laughs> so like 10, 20 shots. Yeah, that's. But he looks like a
0: demon. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah he's got oh, he's he well, he's got like fur yeah I think he has fur he's got some claws and like a skull mm-hmm. face with right some horns I'm gonna yeah. go with like a six six shots nah I need ten because I feel it- like de- demons are pretty yeah it's the skull
1: face though like it doesn't feel like it looks like a skull like bone okay
0: that's, she yeah. i mean she's not even looking at him yeah so... that's true hmm yeah that's i'm scared <laughs> okay <laughs> all right uh let's see the next couple don't have any monsters on the cover So then we have Deceived by the Gargoyles by Lillian Lark. Can't really see him. I can't see him. But you can see his claws. And we know that he's a gargoyle, right? Yeah. So what do you... I mean, somebody that you could barely see. Then you know what? It it won't take a lot of shots because
1: I can't really see him. So I can't say see for so,
0: me that's scarier it will be mysterious oh, I feel like that's scary <laughs> that's scarier give me like 15 shots I want to be out I'll be like two or three okay okay <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll all be right. scared later all right all right um next one muscles and monsters by um Ashley Bennett Oh, you've read this one. I've read this one. He's so a thump, I'm thump, thump scale, right? Thump thump thump. Yep.
1: I'm see, biased. So I know a little bit about the story, so I know this would be a good one, but he is basically like a giant wolf.
0: So and he, and, and he's not a shifter. He's, he's like that the whole time? He's like that the whole time. He is not a shifter
1: yeah I'm gonna need I'm gonna need like six shots because that's a dog basically a giant dog (laughs) at least the other ones they kind of resemble the person
0: I yeah I guess you're right I can't it's hard for me because I know him Mm -hmm. and he's super sweet and it's such a cozy little romance
1: right yeah I'm gonna go with
0: like a three
1: I just got to get over the fact that he's a dog,
0: a giant okay. dog. <laughs> All right. All right. Next is another Katie Robert. This is actually book two to Dragon's Bride. So mm-hmm. the Kraken sacrifice. And he's he, a Kraken.
1: He's very like, like he has like a human kind of body though. Like he has arms and abs. I think those are tentacles. Um, so I'm feeling
0: risky. I'll do two. Oh, okay. This
1: just, well, just so tentacles. you know,
0: he's he's super attentive and he's got lube all over his tentacles. So, you see, it's a win win. Yeah, good choice. Yes, yes. Good choice. <laughs> all right. I think we're going to do one more, right? No, let's do yes. two more because I see two good ones here. Okay. Okay. All right. So, the lady and the orc. And that's by Finley Fenn. Mm-hmm. I've never read an orc romance. You have. I definitely have. I don't know what they're working with. They're just larger than the average
1: human. That's okay. basically how it's described. And, you know, body-wise, they're green, beards, you know, fang, teeth, and horns. So, I mean, you can hold on to the horns.
0: Oh, Okay. <laughs> I see you have so thought the, about this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so with the so with an orc, I'm not mad about it. I'm not okay. mad, especially if he has be a beard.
0: So I'll probably just take a shot or a drink. Just buy me a drink. Okay. <laughs> I can go with that. I mean, he does look like a regular man. We can't really see his face, yeah, so it's kind of face. it's tough. Yeah.
1: But usually it's like those like big like fang teeth and yeah
0: that might be a little scary but you just gotta get
1: past the the big
0: teeth (laughs) maybe just don't don't kiss them how about that all right so this one i actually really want to read it's been on my list for a while Mm -hmm. and snared by tiffany roberts it's on the next row down okay and it's a spider no
1: no no absolutely
0: nope done no, I don't yeah.
1: like spiders. I don't like fake spiders. So you think I'm going to like a Spider-Man? No.
0: Yeah, probably not. No. And he did. Honestly, he doesn't even look like a man. He no, looks, he like, looks a like a spider. Like body and everything. Work. I don't. I, that's why I really want to read it. But I did see some art and it looks really good mm-hmm. and it looks like it would work. What he puts his legs up
1: and then something comes out. Well, he uses his web. No, <laughs> no, absolutely not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. That's that's a no for me. Okay. All right. I'll let you know when I read it. It's a long book, okay. it's like 400 pages. So, Jesus, I, haven't re- I know that's for big a for a monster romance? romance. Yeah,
1: interesting.
0: I know. So. I think that's it
1: okay yeah the spider (laughs) one that that took me out no thank you okay (laughs) I get it I get it all right so Uh, let's get into these arc reviews I'm interested to see like what books you were reading and how did it all go for you
0: all right so these are books that are coming out what this week coming up at least mine are the 23rd or so -hmm. yeah i have to the 23rd and the 26th Mm -hmm. um so we have when oceans rise by robin alvarez and i have already spoken about this Mm -hmm. um in length in another episode i probably should have checked which episode but anyway (laughs) (laughs) this is a loosely based little mermaid retelling and it's young adult fantasy and it's about this young girl who's in this toxic relationship with someone who she thought she was destined to be with. Um, So she seeks the help of a sea witch by accident. I won't spoil how, but she seeks the help of her who then decides to take her voice in order to take her out of this relationship. Mm -hmm. But instead of doing that, she ends up throwing her into this alternate reality of her life. So she's thrown into a life where... Everyone around her is who they are, like her sister, her mother, her friends, everyone. But they're different versions of themselves, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's super emotional. I cried. It was chaotic. It's kind of like all over the place, but meant to be this way. Okay. Um. It's unique. It's easy to read. Definitely check your trigger warnings because there's a ton of gaslighting, especially by the boyfriend that the The boyfriend yeah i remember that Mm -hmm. and abuse so it's a really really good story it comes out tuesday the 23rd and yeah i enjoyed it a lot
1: awesome so mine is called a curse of blood and bloom by santana saunders um it should be coming out may 23rd now this is where I would like a little discussion on okay. because I DNF'd
0: it. <gasps> you haven't done that. Yes, I know. That's rough. Okay. So, right, so tell me.
1: I'm, I went 30% into it. Okay. That's a good amount. Yeah. To me, that's a good amount. That was like yeah, something pages, and it's yeah. like a 300 and something page book. Okay. I DNF'd it, which leads to reasons. Like I have questions. So when you DNF an ARC, right? As a reviewer, because I've heard mixed things about this. Do you still leave a review and rate it even though you did not finish it? Yes.
0: Okay. Why? So here's the thing. Um, I guess it depends on where you get it from. Mm-hmm. For NetGalley... Mm-hmm. no matter what i'm always gonna leave a review it goes into the NetGalley system and then mm-hmm. it goes to their publishers which right?
1: i like NetGalley because you don't have to do
0: the you rate it yeah you do don't rate you it. yeah i think you just do leave a review i well mine's connected. i i don't know if you do goodreads but mine's connected I to don't. goodreads Mm-mm. so mine is and i do give them stars even I though i to- hate the star system and it's stupid and that's And that's my thing, because
1: to me, rating and reviewing are two different things. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, Yeah, like rating, you're telling how good of a book, in your opinion, that book was. When you're reviewing, you're more going into what's the story about, what made it good, your reasoning, why you didn't like it. So you can get more information with a review than you do a rating, because sometimes we like, oh, this is a four-star book. Let me give it a try. And don't really look at the reviews. And for me, how can I rate something that I really didn't finish? Okay. You know, that, that, so, that's just my preference and, like, my opinion. Which
0: is it, which is fine. It, mm-hmm. If I'm DMFing a book, it's going to get a one-star. Right. And then I'm going to explain why.
1: Good thing you said that. Because... I So I went 30% in, right? And I'm just like, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm just not like feeling it, whatever. But then I went and saw other people's reviews and they were giving it three stars, but they DNF'd it. That didn't
0: make sense Mm -mm. to me. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever.
1: Okay, so, and then some of the reasoning why they DNF'd was the, the reasoning that I had. So just to get background knowledge of what the book is about so it's a dual point of view fantasy romance it's it's described as like a slow burn enemies to lovers who doesn't want to read that like that's right to romanticity that's what you Mm want to you know read it follows i want to say her name is avanthi she's 27 she her mom is like her mom died the first sentence is that she killed her mother. 30% okay. into the book, you don't know why, what's going on. That's a whole nother story. So Avanti so, is the 27-year-old daughter of a fallen monarch leader of the Makari, a kingdom that has been ruled by women for hundreds of years. Avanti is desperate to reclaim her throne, like her mother's throne, and bring honor to her family name. So that's the Avanti story. And then we have Arrow, who's a 30-year-old prince of Baros, whose kingdom is facing famine and a downfall. He was sent by his father to go to Avanti's like kingdom and learn their secrets in order to reclaim that land that they think is theirs and then bring, you know, food and like a better living situation for his people by okay. reclaiming that land. So that's the premise of the story. So they're supposed to be like this enemies to lovers thing. This is where.
0: Wow. <laughs> where
1: it gets confusing, right? There's Fae, there's magic, there's vampires, there's Greek like themes, like gods and like, you know, Hera is a character, but she's. Oh, a that's, that's a lot. Um, But that's just her by name just by name not by power or anything they're like oh by the zeus you know or oh my hades and things like that like they use those like terms yeah um but there's still that like mythology 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 <laughs> mythology behind it jesus <laughs> um but it was like so much going on yeah that it became like It it was just
0: that's so. So, right off the bat,
1: the transitions between the story didn't add up. So, when she meets Arrow, they're both hunting at the same time, and she shoots for a deer, and he shoots at the same time. So, both their arrows go into the deer. She's like, It's mine. Here's some pieces of it, gives it like him some slabs of meat, and then takes the rest of it. So, that's the first time they meet. The second time they meet um, is when her father is taken by the vampire and he's about to get killed or whatever. I know I'm jumping all around, but the way they're meeting doesn't make sense. So from that second meeting, they decide to go on a quest together to kind of, you know, go after the vampires that are after her.
0: Mm -hmm. there's
1: a story behind it I don't want to get into it just because it's just I just can't I'm sorry okay Um, (laughs) so you're supposed to be feeling this like enemies to lovers this slow burn but I feel no connection because there's no real dialogue between the characters to bring up that like angst okay so the
0: author's just telling you what you should be feeling kind of thing
1: okay the author telling you how they're supposedly feeling yeah um instead of actually showing it there's even a part where uh avanti's aunt is saying oh you guys are showing I wrote it down somewhere something about uh young love And I'm like, this is only their second time meeting and they barely spoke to each other. What are you talking about, young love? What did I miss? I actually reread some of the pages because I'm like, Mm. did I miss something? Like it just-
0: (sighs) That's rough. Yeah, that's rough. And even like right in the beginning when you said that she killed her mom, but then even 30% in, you still don't know why, but you said this was a fantasy. In a fantasy, you would know why already. No. it's not a thriller no and throwing in all of I get when people want to throw in like vampires and fae mm-hmm. and like mix it or like witches and fae or witches but when you start to throw in other mythological people like That's the, the word. Greek,
1: mythological, I couldn't <laughs> get it out
0: my mouth <laughs> yeah so when you start to throw that in mm-hmm. to fae with witches and whatever it it just throws off the fantasy
1: between her having to like be burdened by one of her ancestors ghosts like there's even a ghost and it's her
0: ancestor I already hate this book (laughs) (laughs) I I'm sorry but I already hate this book that's pretty that's a lot like how i wonder how she like sat down and thought about all of these su- like how do you keep all these supernatural
1: mm-hmm. entities basically and that's creatures. what her answer is. it's a ghost <laughs> she walked through her at one point
0: wow that's rough I don't even know what to say because that's a lot. That's a that's way too many. And you and
1: you know me, I'm a type of person that I want to see things through. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just couldn't. I just, it was, it was hard. It was hard yeah. getting through that many pages
0: alone. I bet. So did you get it from that galley or no? It was from the author. Ugh. okay so what i was saying earlier how okay if it's a net galley i'm always going to post about it Mm -hmm. i'm gonna send it because it goes straight to the publisher if i get it from an author or like their marketing team or whatever i don't post a dnf okay i've only ever posted one dnf Mm -hmm. i felt like i had to
1: okay
0: because Mm -hmm. it was a trigger warning thing right but i I would not post about it
1: I know that in the email it said something about if it's not getting I forget how many stars that you know like their minimum whatever yeah no buy before mm-hmm. before we post it or post hours after the publication
0: right so um, the one of the publishing companies that I worked for Um, they wanted a three or above star. They're not, obviously they're not forcing you to give three or above. If you're not giving the three or or above, they want you to wait at least a week after After the publication date. Yeah, Yeah, but every time I gave anything less than that, I would always email that publishing company, my review.
1: Okay.
0: I wouldn't email the author, obviously. Right, (laughs) right, right, right.
1: And that's where like, you know, this is, you know, I don't get tons of arts. I don't ask for them. And, you know, authors aren't just like, hey, can you read this and see if you like it kind of thing. So when I am given something, you know, I want to be as honest as possible, but yeah, like, of I course. also have to get through your book. <laughs> so it's really hard for for me to be like, I, I just couldn't.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I just wouldn't post about it. If you... Okay. For me, I post on Goodreads, I post on Amazon, BookBub, I post on all that. I I would post that elsewhere. I wouldn't post it on social media. If the author reaches out to you, mm-hmm. you could just say, hey, just so you know, I wasn't really digging it. Right. And if you would like to know reasons why, I can tell you, but otherwise it just wasn't for me. I would right. keep it super simple, mm-hmm. but that's rough, especially when it comes from an author. Yes. You don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I don't. I know. I get it. I I do.
1: I feel like the story is there. It is there. There were elements to it that I was just like, okay, this is really interesting. It was just like a lot.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I would just hold on to your notes and just wait to see if the author reaches out to you at all.
1: Okay. And
0: just so that's why I like, I
1: was just like, okay. I don't know what to do. I want to be honest. And that's why the whole DNF thing and reviewing thing, like do you leave reviews when you DNF? But I guess it depends on how you receive that book.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I review regardless. Mm -hmm. Even if it's a DNF, I'll -hmm. do the one. If it's a DNF, it always gets a one star. Mm -hmm. Anything above three is good in my eyes.
1: Right. That's like... To me, that's like I liked it. I might recommend it, but it's not something that I'm gonna be thinking about all the time. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yep. But two, I wasn't
0: a two, I wasn't a fan of. One is a DNF, or it was wow, hard to get through. Yeah, yeah.
1: And that was my second book this month. That I'm like, what the fuck?
0: Oh no! (laughs) Yikes!
1: This month has been has been rough
0: a rough reading month
1: yeah rough reading
0: month. but yeah that was my review sorry okay all right that was good that was a good review (laughs) I I felt like I hated the book along with you but
1: I don't want you to hate it I just don't I just want you to you know it might not be for you okay
0: Okay. so it's not for me thank you all right so my last one is I know I've already told you about it and I know you're going going to love this book, so I really want you to read it. Mm-hmm. It's The Sun, the Storm and the Shadows by Michaela ornedo and it's an adult fantasy and it's very Acatar vibes mm-hmm. okay it's obviously not the same story, but it's that kind of vibes like where it's almost like a beauty and the beast and Living in squalor kind of thing and then okay. moving up in the world.
1: Okay, okay. Say.
0: So the right, that kind, the riches of kind of thing. Yes. Um, so it's about these two sisters who end up waking up one day in this like shed and have no memories of their life before it. They're like teenagers at this time. So they're living in like this one room shed, they wake up, and now they have to figure out what to do with their lives. So for years, because right when the book starts, they're in their 20s, like mid 20s. So they're adults, which is great. It's (laughs) kind of nice (laughs) to read freaking fantasies with actual adults. So, Mm -hmm. yes. So they're living in like this, like shed, they're stealing. um, And one day they go a little too far. But in my opinion, I would have done the same goddamn thing if I was one of these girls. But they go a little too far. They end up getting caught and they flee. And where they live, it's kind of surrounded by this forest where people just don't enter. There's a forest and then there's another realm but it's not like there's like human and fey realm Mm -hmm. so they flee and they end up passing through this forbidden forest and they end up in this magical place and it's filled with fey and they had no idea it was there because no one knows that there's anything beyond this forest because everyone either dies or doesn't show up when they go through the forest so they go there they end up meeting these two fey The banter is amazing. (laughs) I absolutely love like every time they meet these guys and they're talking to them. It's like blush. I'm like Mm -hmm. blushing the entire time. So anyway, it's multiple point of views. It has multiple main characters. So both the sisters like have their time to shine. They're very different. So you get two different sisters, two different personalities They're strong-headed, they're witty, they're fighters. Um, They go on a quest, there's a prophecy, it's diverse. So like this, the place that they're set in is meant to be like an inventive Mayan culture kind of setting. So all the characters are diverse. Um, It's spewing tropes. Who did this to you? Enemies to lovers, slow burn found family, magic, all ah, kinds of yeah. good stuff. Mm-hmm. It is so, I'm telling you, you're going to love it. Okay. Read you it.
1: You sold me on it. Yes.
0: <laughs> so this one actually comes out on Friday, the 26th. Nice. Oh, yes. I have
1: so
0: books. I know. I promise I you make-
1: Adding, adding, make- and adding, and adding, and adding, and I'm like also looking at all the books I have here that like, it's my goal to- Every single book that I have, I have to have at least tried to read it. That is my goal
0: because I have so okay. many
1: I have so many that I'm I really want to be like, yeah, I read every book in my house,
0: okay. I'm like two fifty plus right now. yeah,
1: so on one shelf alone, it's forty four books, one shelf alone okay forty four that I have not read on just that one show so pray for me I'm not saying this year I'm saying
0: (laughs) just eventually eventually you'll get to it
1: when you come into my house and you see all the books there yes I have read them or attempted to (laughs) or attempted all right all right so my next book Ooh, I'm so happy. Okay, oh. <laughs> so it's the uh, Kingmaker by Kennedy Ryan. It's a okay. re-release, which I didn't know. I thought this was just like a book that she had. It comes out May 23rd, and I did not know it was a duology. So it's a dual point of view second chance romance that leaves you on a cliffhanger.
0: Yikes! So wait, this is, this one's the first book. Yes,
1: the, the okay. King is the first book, and then I think it's the Rebel Queen is the second one. Okay. And guess what? I just got to proof of unnecessary for yay. it. So I cannot wait. That one comes Come out. In. So I have time to read that one. And I put okay. off reading that one so I can read the other book, but now I'm gonna go back to that one and I'm gonna finish this. Is one. that
0: the real reason you DNF'd it? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Joke>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no 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 I promise I promise <laughs> no but um so this was I ugh, I love I love it so Kennedy Ryan is like my new go-to like book queen because okay. I, I read before I let go and I really loved her writing style and like the emotional like connection she has in her stories that just draws you in is so good Like yeah, she's. Really I
0: just started good. I just started reading that one but before i let go mm-hmm. what do you think i like it so far yeah, it's I- not my typical like book but i'm enjoying it i'm not like no i just
1: enjoy like her writing and just like i said like she makes you emotionally invested in the characters which is amazing for romances cuz you want you want it to feel real almost
0: yeah you want to connect with them mm-hmm.
1: so she's really good about that so um it's a dual point of view. So we have Lennox. When Lennox's mother becomes just one of many indigenous women who, who has gone missing, Lennox Lennox dedicates her life to becoming the voice for the marginalized and becomes a well-known like, activist, especially in the indigenous community. Um, that's her story. And then we have Maxim Cade, whose family created like a huge empire within the oil company business or the oil industry Mm -hmm. Um, however he doesn't have the same like moral or ethical views as his father he's a climate activist so when we first meet them um Lennox is the first time we meet her she's only like 13 or 14 and she is going through what is called um the Sunrise Dance, which is an indigenous ceremony where a young girl is entering her womanhood. And it's the way they describe it is really beautiful. So like they go on this dance and like she's bra- basically bringing the elements from like all points, like north, west, South, all of that. She's bringing that and all the elements with her into her body and she's becoming a woman. And it's just like a really like cool Kind of thing that I've never even heard about. Hmm. And so basically, you know, she's 13, 14. She's doing this ceremony. Her mother is there. And at the end of that passage, she's like how they want to take pictures. And she's wishing, you know, hindsight is 2020. She's wishing, had she known that that would be the last time she sees her mother, she would have done more kind of thing and what's interesting about this story is that it has multiple time jumps so she's 13 when we first meet her the second time we meet her she's uh 17 turning 18 the next time we meet her she's 21 and then the last time we meet her she's 31 so there's all these time jumps um so the second time we meet her we don't meet her right off the bat we meet maxim's character And he's on his way with his dad to one of his dad's job sites. He's like, dad, I don't understand why you're here. Um, From what we know of his father, his father, Warren Cade, he's a man who basically gets what he wants. That's how he's been so successful. Um, He doesn't really take no as an answer. So he's kind of like bred his sons to be that way as well. He wants Maxim to take over the company one day. And then he wants his other son, Owen, um, who is running for senator to one day run for presidency. Like that's the high hopes he has for his boys. So as they're on their way to the, a site, a folder full uh, falls and he opens it and he notices that it's the job site that they're going to they are doing an oil pipeline on ancestral burial grounds and obviously it has really negative impacts to the people's water supply um not only for you know the people around that surrounding area but the environment and then obviously the indigenous people don't want that to happen so he's like what are you doing we shouldn't be here doing that kind of thing so when they get finally get to the job site, there's a huge protest and that's where he sees Lennox for the first time. He's there, she's protesting. So the cops are only supposed to go there to kind of like scare them off. But obviously, history has shown itself that that doesn't usually go that way. So they have dogs, they have tear gas, they have all these things. And he notices that there's a dog about to like bite Lennox so he jumps out of his car and kind of like gets in front it gets in front of the dog and he's gets bitten and then he gets arrested along with everyone else but she doesn't know who he is so while they're in the van she's kind of explaining the reasoning why she's there and you know he's asking her questions just because you know this is the first time he's ever hearing about it. So getting that outside perspective, he just wants to know what's going on, and he's like, "Wow, she's really beautiful." And then he finds out she's only seventeen, mind you, he's in college, and he's going for his master. so he's older than her, and he's okay. like, "Okay, that has to stop." <laughs> I'm not thinking she's beautiful, whatever. And he never discloses to her who he is. Like she gets called out because her dad is there, you know, to bail her out, and that's the last time they see each other. And then there's a, you know, a time jump where she's 21 and she's just finishing up her last semester of college. But her friends are like, let's go to Amsterdam. So she goes and she meets him out there again. He happens to be there for like an environmental kind of thing. And they have this like whirlwind romance for a week. But obviously something has to happen. Of course. She has all these options after college. And her aunt calls her for is that there is this up, up and coming candidate for Senate who would really like her on his campaign to talk her about her story about like her mother going missing and like, you know, how indigenous people aren't heard. And, you know, just talking about all the protests that she's done um, since the last one. So he's like, please come down and help me with my, my camp, my campaign, I'll pay for your ticket, but you have to leave now. And Maxim happens to be away for a conference. Um, and they were supposed to meet back up before they leave each other. So he goes on this crazy expedition. So he comes back. And, you know, he already knows that she's going to be upset, but he didn't know how much and she doesn't want anything to do with him. She's like, nope, I don't care about you. Leave me alone. So he's like, all right, you want to change your world. I want to change mine. But when the time is right, I'm coming back for you. So he's going to let her live her life, but he's going to come back one day. And she's just like, yeah, whatever. And then we get our 10-year jump, and I'm not going to say any more about what happens. And the cliffhanger is crazy, and <laughs> I uh, loved the story. I love them. The cliffhanger is so out there, but so interesting that I, I'm, i like, dying to crack open the second book.
0: Like, I wonder everything. if, like if because you said this was a re-release I wonder how different that story was Mm -hmm. to this one like why did she re-release it
1: I don't know maybe I don't know if this second book is a re-release as well because I believe this one came out in 2019 so Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is just like the second one and I I have I couldn't even tell you I just know that it was good and it's a second chance romance it has activism. It's a billionaire romance, right person, wrong time with time jumps, cliffhanger, and enemy families, but really is not enemies families. It's just Lennox hates his dad, really, really.
0: Okay.
1: Hey. <laughs> so it's not like both families hate each other. It's more like mm-hmm. she just hates his dad. Yeah. And, and he kind of agrees with her. <laughs> but I love it. good. The the spice, the banter, the romance. It was just so good. I loved every second of it.
0: Good. I'm glad. (laughs) I'm glad you got the arc too for the second Mm -hmm. one. Mm
1: -hmm. I just got it uh, yesterday.
0: So awesome.
1: I know what I'm doing this weekend.
0: Okay. I'm definitely
1: reading that. Can't wait.
0: All right. So that's four four books right so we have a young adult <laughs> fantasy mm-hmm. we have an adult fantasy mm-hmm. we have a weird fantasy that you dnf'd <laughs> i don't even know what to call it i assume it, it was, was adult right it was supposed to be
1: yeah a romanticity basically okay. that's what it's described as all
0: right and then a sort of billionaire romance
1: yeah that book second chance okay
0: all right awesome
1: but yeah you have options I mean
0: options
1: there are people who really love like that those like dnf one star review books that they have to give a try so I mean obviously reviews are subjective so these are just our opinions on what we like yeah don't necessarily have to like what we like or don't like what we don't So I always say, give it a chance. You never know how I
0: felt about it. And that's like another reason to make sure that you do your star review because uh, like you said, people like reading things that people either DNF or give one star. Like I know I follow this girl on Instagram who will post every now and then, help me pick my next read. And Mm -hmm. she does all one star reviews. So she has like different books. Mm -hmm. And depending on what that one star review is, people like vote on it and then she exactly. reads them
1: and there's some people ha- who have one-starred books that I absolutely
0: love so I'm
1: <laughs> I'm not I just
0: one starred it girl and you yeah. love the book
1: yeah I thought it was so good it was so different than what I'm it's really hard for me to like suspense thrillers anyway because I find them super predictable but yeah. this was the first time I did not suspect the person that did it. Mm -hmm. so kudos to you you get four stars in my book because I couldn't guess it (laughs) but according to Jenny it was just 200 too much
0: (laughs) it was sorry yeah
1: so again reviews are subjective we do this with honest intentions it's just how we feel it's what you know how we felt about the book exactly so, sorry if we don't like the books you like
0: no <laughs> we don't mean all right <laughs> no well thanks for joining Have you read any of these books if you're planning on them especially the dnf one because i like hearing other people's thoughts yeah and i definitely won't be reading it yeah
1: sorry so, it's all love though
0: i hope the author doesn't listen
1: i hope not either
0: that's so scary. We won't scary. tag them. We yeah, won't we'll tag talk. them. All right. Well, we thanks won't for reading that. <laughs> <laughs> thanks All for right. joining. Bye. Bye.